My name is Raimi Subandi. I'm 57. I'm a 70s kid. I play in Tomping Ground, four sides, LC93, Union of Equals. I play hardcore music, heavy music with positive lyrics. Break it off! No! I was born in a family of, you can say, musicians. My dad left me when I was 12, 11, like that. So I stayed with my grandma and my uncles and aunties. So one of them did had an album last time, Malay lah, Malay pop. Uh, go go, you know, pop. Uh, she's Spanish, the hooks. Aaron Romsey and the hooks. And he's the rhythm guitarist. A Romsey is very popular. They had his which keep on playing on the radio last time. And my late uncle, his younger brother, he earns a living playing club all his life until he's, he died. But I think for myself, I'm lucky because I, I exposed to so many genres uh, that benefit me later on. You cannot, one thing say I founded hardcore, I didn't find founded. My band pioneered hardcore. My band founded, not me alone. But what I did in 92, I was approached by BO to do a compilation of CD and I pitched all the hardcore bands. Because uh, back then, uh, it, people only know Stomping Ground and Forsyth. Both are my bands also. One with my brother, one with Stomping Ground. But there are many other bands which are, uh, I mean, unknown. So, it, for me uh, to, to be able to have a scene here, you need to help to introduce these bands also. And then, I mean, to, it's always the same two bands playing hardcore, not so one. So, I, I let this get these, all the other ten bands uh, together with us uh, in the compilation. Uh. And so the compilation name is Lion City Hardcore. I coined it. That is the name of our scene in Singapore. But originally, uh, Singapore started it first. Uh. You can see 99.99% .99 of hardcore youth crew people uh, are all skaters. We were the ones who wear vans first, no? When, when nobody knows about Vans now. When Vans wasn't popular. Because our hardcore heroes from the States are, that's what they were. You know, you must understand one thing, uh, whatever high beast people wear. Last time this one very cheap, no all. Except for maybe Nike lah. What's the fifth thing about it carefully? We're fighting the same fight. In the 70s, I saw at the Coca-Cola Coca -Cola ad. That time also, the TV still I think my own, there is color TV, but mine black and white. So the ad was long, but there is one scene where it's okay. Then one day, I went to walk along the old Bras Basar Road here. There was a, a Seh Singh uh, badminton shop. In his display, when you walk past it, uh, it's a GT racing deck. Uh. I said, hey, this one. Uh. Then I, I came back. Uh, I was probably six or say what. 
I told my mom I saw something I like I want to buy Then my mom said what? How much? I said $40 $40 ah? It was a lot of money back then no? it's, it's like $300, $200 now Say Up to you lah But you have to work for it lah So I work for it lah You know What we do ah, last time ah, Leave kampung ah. Even everybody The way people can find money you now you go to the fields, uh, you catch uh, crickets. Uh, one cricket, 50 cents. A lot of money, no? One time you go, uh, you can get 20 crickets, already $10. A lot of money. Then you collect copper, copper wire, all. Uh, can sell to the junk, metal junk. If you dare, you catch centipede. Centipede, $1. Sell to aquarium. Uh, one time can get 20, 30, get money away. So I say money, I bought that GT deck. So I, I played. Uh. Then, I think during uh, next year, I bought another GT deck, a bit smaller. So my kid brother, only four years old, three years old, can play. But by then, I already slowed down skating. I crazy play music. Uh. But my brother, uh, he say, well, Singapore no good, uh. don't have ramps. So I was working at Kalang Bull as a carpenter. So I had access to tools you never seen before. Because all professional tools from America. So from there I the treasure magazine, I ordered the blueprint and I tried to make a my first ram cannot make because you don't know how to bend the plywood. <laughs> then after that I actually see DIY step by step inside a magazine. They actually water it lah. Then they stand or put weight on it, they let it dry. So it will curve lah. Because the rim curve. So because of that, um, kids all over, the news spread like wildfire all over the island lah. They said, the finish got rim lah, come on. So they came lah. And some of my band members are actually those kids who came up. Then we become friends, then we started a hardcore band. All because of our love of skateboarding, which during that era, listen to punk rock, crossover, punk, metal, skate rock, a mix of everything. If you see bands like Anthrax, even Metallica, uh, Slayer, or Skater. Hardcore bands, everybody is skater. So that, that's how I got into skateboard. Also, my intention was to keep these kids off the street. Team, uh, I grew up not in a good place. La. So I don't want my brother to get into same things that I got into trouble or, and his friends his age. La. So I took them from the street, you know, and Get them into skating so they don't go into drugs or gangs lah. So it's the same thing, ah, uh, same. So it was the right time, ah, uh, the hardcore like came at the right time when I needed to attract people, take them away from all this. The reason why we chose that uh, during that time, ah, uh, metal was into satanic things, violent things, everything, and rock was into sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But hardcore is everything reversed. That's why until you have free age movement, you know, that means everything good, positive, anti-drugs. We, we, we fight, we 
activists for animal testing or animal abuse. Uh, some of us are vegans. We don't even wear leather for last time. Uh, so the music is as brutal and raging as metal, but the lyrics is everything PMA positive. We call it PMA, a positive mental attitude. That same term also came from the Akosina. So I think we were drawn to that. Lah. If you want to know, Hakwa has been around very long. But the thing is, some people still don't know that this thing exists. And to me, uh, that is a good thing. No? Because I like the music uh, because it be before it became too mainstream, you have a purpose to voice your opinions or whatever. When things become big, you know, everything become messy. Uh, and conflicting, and there will be politics. No, I don't like politics in the sea, or no, whatever. The Rollins band came and performed, and you know, Henry Rollins was from Black Flag, so most people from the underground or the punk scene know him. He's quite popular. Then we opened for Rollins, uh, and somebody sent a, a newspaper photographer to cover it. And actually, the moshing didn't start during the Rollins. During my set, it started already. It's stopping ground play, what? So, of course, uh, our friends will come and go crazy. Even the security also our friends, what? The bouncer, all our friends. <laughs> also jump, also. Even King, my, that one, uh, I said, uh, Universal uh, Music Manager also jumped. He, his picture was in front of new people. He's the guilty guy in front. So the new people came out and the headline reads, Would you let your kids do this? Of course, like, people get angry. And the only thing they need to make people happy is to ban it. Actually, nothing. Like. Anyway, it's not like people let you do that. Like. Once people fall, automatically we pick up. This one is an unspoken ethics la we have. You know, like when you come to our show alone, you go back in numbers. We never let people become alone or lonely, you know. New people come, you surely make friends at our show. If you stand in the back because you're shy, you knew, my singer will call you, come sing along with me, bring you upstairs. By doing that, we introduce a new person. You know, this is unspoken ethics we have. Only authorities or mainstream people, they don't understand. You know, nobody jumps into a pit with nobody people, right? For what? You know, um, we, take care, we take good care of each other. We look rowdy only, but we take care of each other. Then, for me, though, the most Ironic part is when they leave the band, uh, lift, they never mention. So we didn't know. I have another band with my brother. Is we play different kind of hardcore. We play melodic hardcore, which is you can say more easy listening. Uh. Uh, but I have the advantage of showing more of my guitar skill. Uh. Whereas coming around is everything is fair lah. Uh. Uh, you know, but I also actually have another project band, Union of Equals, from 2006 
Uh, that one is 100% me alone. Uh, and the band members are all Sensinese. So the usual hardcore message is memorize uh, brotherhood, betrayal. Uh, but for me, I try more updated issues. Like there was a time the rate of people sending their parents to homes uh, was very high. Uh, and I felt a need to tell my, my view uh, and opinions uh, through my music that you know, we should actually try to take care of our parents ourselves. Uh, even how busy we are. You know, um, so about um, there was this Incident in Sarawak, they want to they want to deforest the place to make a dam. They call it a Bakun Dam. So because these uh, so-called natives are they, they don't know how to uh, protect or defend what is theirs. So I feel there is need to to sing about that la, and maybe my so-called friends or friends there can do something about it. La. Uh, it some people say like it's more personal thing but I mean I always think punk or hardcore music should is a bit of there's protest and activism in it. La, you know? But to be able to do it right la, I mean not until you get into trouble, you know, you have to be smart about it. You know, a simple thing like boycotting a, a product was all activism one. And you don't have people, you don't make so much trouble. One. If you really don't like, you boycott. Huh? Violence and expression are two different things. If you are into everything, uh, you are versatile, uh, you can play anything. Uh. You're much more a skillful musician. So honestly, I listen to everything. I just don't like uh, boy bands, K-pop, that kind of thing. Too popular stuff, mainstream, I don't like. But others, I listen. My first love is jazz. La. Uh, and the thing is, I have always loved jazz. No, something ground sound, it came naturally because all four of us, we love different genres of music. My drama is a metal hit. Really metal crazy. Underground, black death metal, you know. But at the same time, he he can listen to everything. You know. He 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 hasn't any prejudice or bias towards other music. And he learned to love the musicianship. That means just because the drama metal doesn't mean he's good if if this acid jazz drama is better, he will like that one. No, the kind of Then for my basis, he listens to everything. Uh, but he likes, I think he likes funk uh, back then. So, we were actually the band who popularized Red Hot Chili Peppers before they were known. Uh. For sure, we played Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, not easy to play. You, have, you, you need to have a good bass player, like Flea. 
Then my singer, he also likes everything, he's very open-minded. So, Stomping Ground sound is actually a fuse of everything. We started sounding very punk. Uh, we, in our demo, we played far, even I played Jimi Hendrix cover in our demo, no? You know how long? Something unrelated, huh? and we didn't care whether people like it or not. That, that's, that's the expression in its genuine form. You play not because of people like, don't like. No, you don't care. Then after that, we start to sound more progressive. It's not like just the four chord, you know, punk or hardcore style. We, we have technical parts because I like progressive rock or progressive metal. My drummer, he finds it very attractive, the drum changes, you know, the, the off-timing or... So, in, in 93, we already ventured into that, playing technical hardcore, some people don't like, it wasn't straight ahead. We didn't care. Then measured by the retail scale, our 1995 album, we actually went full on progressive and very brutal and more metallic uh, than hardcore sound. And even some of the hardcore kids are say, this one not hardcore one, this one metal already. But until they realize uh, in America there's bands doing it, then they start to appreciate that. Uh. So my style is very simple. Uh. People don't understand now, it's okay. Five years, ten years on the road, when they start to understand, you already far ahead already. You already always will lead. You know? Because you don't care what people like or not. You people need same, skateboarding also same. Starting with police chase now, whatever. After 25 years, then they start to make skate park. 30 years maybe they and now become big thing. No, but by then you already ahead already. Collecting toys also the same. Why well, you childish? Ah, uh, so old still collect toys. But now the toys I collect last time you make fun of. Uh, can buy your car. No? You know that that's, that that kind of thing. Uh, I always believe that. And I always believe uh, you want to do things, don't care what people say. These same people don't pay your bills. You don't owe them anything. The problem with a lot of people uh, is they impress the wrong people. You live to express, you don't live to impress. And you will be very happy. No burden, zero burden. And I always tell kids, when you want to start something, uh, the first thing you need to have an identity so people can recognize you. Whether it's your look or your sound. Second thing, you have to be original. So, let's say you, for me, you want to play hardcore metal, you cannot listen to hardcore metal because you will sound just like any other hardcore metal band that is Singapore. You listen to other things, fuse that thing into your that genre, and when, how you know you succeed? When people listen, oh, this one's stopping ground. Oh, this one's Singapore, hardcore. Ah, that means 
you have succeeded in creating your identity. When I do things, uh, I do all my heart know. That's why I end up uh, doing everything. Uh, even my wife uh, told me, uh, the problem with you is uh, you don't trust people. Then I tell my wife, not say what, because when I ask to do something, they will always do something else. You know, that's why I prefer. But my wife tell me, the bad thing about you, when you do everything, then you get mad. Because you get tired. You, you make more sacrifices. You know, you, you spend more time and money. But in the end, you get angry. Nobody asks you to do it yourself. I not say perfectionist, but the reason why I am maybe I can reach a certain level of success is I don't do things halfway. When I want to do things, I really plan, I sleep on it for weeks now. But when I do, I will stick to it, whether good or bad. I never left the toy scene, I never left the skate scene, I never left the hardcore scene, I never left. People have come and go. And during that time, I was one of the oldest. I'm even older than Joe Ng. I'm still here, I'm not selling out at all. I'm 57 and I'm still a punk. I am still a punk. Every day I don't dress like this. I go to gigs, I wear slippers sometimes. No, because but not because I I stick with what I love. I want to be as as genuine as I can be. Yeah. No, people say, oh, I, I'm into this because of passion. That is why you quit. Passion is not enough. You have to be obsessed. I'm in it because it's my obsession. Toys are my obsession, skating is, every music is, hardcore is. No. You have to be obsessed, then it's easier for you to stay. Nobody can change your mindset, not even your spouse. <laughs> That's how stubborn I am. But I did think about it. No. If I do one, then I will never do it. Uh, then I won't regret. I don't want to one day think. Uh, that, oh, I should have done this when I was younger. No. Either I do all the way or I don't do at all. No regrets. A lot of people trying to be different uh, just to get attention or whatever. You know, being different uh, is not choice. No. It's either you are or you, you are not. You cannot choose to be different. But the thing is, it, that also you are you got it wrong. No, you should not be different, you should be real. So the same thing, last time people were more real. Um, and we don't have all these new cancel culture. <laughs> so I have something that I always share with people now. Um, for me, uh, that's true desperation. Uh, Drive creativity. You know. When you can afford something uh, that you really want, you make it your own. But when you make it your own, uh, it will be yours, originally yours, yours. Uh, you cannot get exactly the product that you want. You can get something like this, but it in the end becomes unique in its own way.